Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful. Okay. That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime. And you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will drain us. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And it's time for a little show that we like to call Who's There? So uh, how was your week? We had a live show and it went really well, I think. It was fun. It was fun. We was really did fun. some good stuff. We got we definitely tried out some good stuff for that we're gonna use for our August show. So if you missed July, um come see us in August. It's really fun. And DJ Louie was such a good addition. So good. Please Fran, hire DJ Louie for your wedding. Fran Hoffner, also incredible, so funny. But anyways, come see us in August where we're going to have uh, Matt Belisai. Matt Belisai. Oh, my God. And Mariah Smith. And Mariah Smith. Pretty sure she's going to be there. It's going to be incredible. Mariah Smith has done something for us before, and it's just so funny and good. Like, why not have her back, you know? Why not? Why obviously. not have her back? She's amazing. Um, and if you're like, keep, you're like, why do they keep talking about their shows in New York? Are they going to leave New York ever? And the answer is probably never again. Just kidding. Like to live. I mean, whatever. What I mean was, <laughs> <laughs> okay, are they yeah, ever well. going to leave? Are they ever going to leave New York again? The answer is yes. Um, we are going to be going on tour next year. We're still in the planning mode, but it will be early next year. So like, we're going to go everywhere too. We're going to go all over the place. I love it. What's there to gab about? I feel like we can gab about stuff. <laughs> you love gab. Um, you love to gab. What can we gab about? Oh well, my a God. lot is in the show. Like, Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, that's in the show. We gab about like, everything. There is... Let's just start. Let's play the first call. 
Let's start the gab. Lindsay, this is just for your information. Love that you're talking about Love Island. Literally the best trash show that has ever existed on television. But when you guys were talking about is it only heterosexual couples, yes, that is mostly true. But season three, one of the girls named Sophie ended up pairing with a girl, and that was the first lesbian couple on Love Island. Yeah. No need to play those two screens. Love you guys. Thanks. Good for So, um, a lot of you called about Love Island. A lot of you are watchers of Love Island and supported my journey. And I admitted I was only on like episode like 30 of like a hundred. You know, this show airs every day and I'm I'm already behind, so it's like I'm never I don't feel like I'm ever gonna catch up. And I know there are early seasons on Hulu, and a lot of you said you gotta watch season two, you gotta watch season three. And we said there was no gay stuff on Love Island. Apparently there was. There was a, a bisexual relationship. And what's crazy is I think you're talking about this woman, Sophie, who died this year. Oh so that was like a little bit of a dark Love Island moment. And, and I was actually wondering died? who she was. Oh my god. Her yeah. boyfriend died weeks after she died. Yeah, it's Sophie Graydon died, then her boyfriend Aaron Armstrong died. That is terrible. Um, I'm not sure if it's the same. No, it is. It is the same Sophie. So she was on season two and she's bisexual. And so there was like a little bit of like a gay moment because we said that Love Island had no gay moments. It is a very hetero show, but it, you know, that's, I guess it had moments. That's really sad. It's very sad. It's also crazy because GayStarNews.com's headline was Love Island's first ever bisexual star, Sophie Graydon, dies age 32. A lot of... Oh, that's A lot of... uh, Yeah. So you're not even there yet. You haven't even met Sophie. No, I'm I'm ahead. Basically, I went... You started in the most recent season. Because I wanted to be like where England was, like what they're talking about right now, because that's like more fun to read. I could go back, I might, it's a lot of episodes, to go back and watch the original ep- series. Like, this show also airs in Australia. Like, there's an Australian Love Island. There's there's a lot here. But I only have so many hours in the it's day. This is, yeah, this is bleak. You you kind of focused on the absurd delightfulness of Love well, Island, was, and now this is I sad. Mean, this was a bleak thing that happened from a season I wasn't privy to until people were calling and being like hey love island like we love it but also like dark 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 dark, 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 dark. okay next call speaking of darkness but a different kind Uh, (laughs) it could go so many directions hi weekly i literally had to pause thursday's podcast to call in and tell you this i am proud black coffee ice excuse me fuck (laughs) okay whatever I drink black iced coffee from Starbucks with no milk, so there are people who do it and enjoy it. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Sounds like someone should have their Java before they call in. (laughs) There were a lot of people, and I mean like five people, who were like, here's me sipping my iced coffee, no milk, (laughs) no sugar. I was like, enjoy. It sounds disgusting. I mean, Starbucks coffee is literally burned. It's burned. Well, they were like, mm, we, I love the cold brew. It's so smooth. I was like, what? Are they serving you water? Okay, I guess maybe the cold brew is a different story. Maybe, but it's still not the best cold brew in the world. As a cold brew connoisseur, I've had better cold brew than Starbucks. And even the cold brew, I need to fill with whole milk. I don't use fake milk. I used to use fake milk and I use whole milk again. I just imagine like you rolling up with one of those. Remember that Diet Coke that we got at the bar that had no flavor? It was just like bubbly (laughs) dark water. It's like you roll up with like a non-flavor iced coffee. like And you're like, "Mm, I love my like all dark 
iced coffee, takes a sip, and there's just no like, there's no. Is that in it. is that a funny story to tell? Is that funny? After it's the show, of, it's kind of fun. No, it's not that funny. After the show on Tuesday, four of us went out for a drink, and we got to the bar, and Lindsay and Lala were like, "Get us each a diet coke." So I go to the bar and order the drinks, and I bring them their Diet Cokes. And as they're pouring the Diet Cokes from the little gun, I notice that it's so fizzy. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I should have gotten a Diet Coke that looks so good because it was so fizzy. It looked like the perfect Diet Coke. And who said we had no banter today? And I, and I brought it to you and Lala, and you both took a sip and were like, this doesn't taste like anything. It was The bubbles completely dissipated after being uh, poured. So it was like only half fizzy. But they it was like out of syrup. There was no syrup it had in the color. gun. It had caramel color. I've never experienced this. It had caramel color, but no Coke flavor and no fake sweetness flavor. It but tasted like water. what was funny like was you were like, oh, he didn't charge me for those. And it's like, now I know why he didn't charge you for those. Like he knew. Because sometimes bartenders charge for Coke, like mixers. They'll charge like a buck I'm, or two. And he charged I'm just saying, nothing. I feel like he knew that there was no flavor in the gun. <laughs> there was no flavor there was no flavor it was funny it was honestly so funny it it was like your brain your brain was sending off alarm signals because you know like our brains are dumb and so they're going in expecting something very specific and when it gets this like the brain was going like what's happening this is a nightmare it was like i don't like it was the biggest disappointment over and over again like (laughs) every time i'd like gear up to taste like diet coke and then i would taste nothing is this a good story like i (laughs) I don't don't think so (laughs) have you ever experienced diet coke that tastes like nothing Call in, 619-WHO-THEM, next call. No, no. Next call. This is very important. Oh, so this one needs a bit of an introduction. So someone emailed us. Where's she from, Croatia? Yeah, Yeah. she's from Croatia. An actual Croatian woman emailed us and said, hey, LOL, I'm so glad you talked about the Croatian president, ha ha ha, but you butchered her name. I attached uh, an audio clip of me saying her name correctly. So here it is. The Croatian president, who is not Coco. Kolinda Grabar Kitarovich. <laughs> we were so we wrong. Should start, we should start one of those YouTube videos, like, you know, the, pronunci- the pr- pronun- pronunciation video. Did I do it? Pronunciation. You know where they pronounce? Yes. You know when they pronounce things correctly on YouTube? I'm we aware. should start that, but for who names? For, like, who people that no one knows how to pronounce their names? Like the Croatian Bibi president. Bibi Rexa. Bibi Rexa. Bibi Rexa. BB Rexa. Yeah, it's good. We should do that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Another thing to put on our list of things that we want to do and never will do. Mm, Next, yeah, oh. like those t-shirts. <laughs> oh, shh, 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 shh. Lindsay, shh. Lindsay, don't mention that. Shh. It's happening. Okay, it's happening. Mm, sure. It's going to happen. Next call. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Long time, long time. Um, I know this is not a Mama Mia podcast. However, I would like to thank Lindsay personally for making me so excited about this movie. I didn't know I was excited about it until last week when I saw a promo for it on TV, and I was like, I have to see that. And I've just gotten home from seeing it by myself in the theater. I had the whole theater to myself, and I ugly cried just because I was that happy. So much joy, and I have you guys to thank for it. Well, also share. Mostly share. But thank you, guys. Thank you so much. I needed this. Good for Bella Thorne. Bye. And then there's another call if you want to play back to back. But really quickly, can, she yeah. she sounded like we sounded after seeing Mama Mia. Here we go again. 
we were like, like everybody was in shock slash just kept being like, that's the best movie. That's the best movie. Everyone was so happy. And I feel like even in our group of friends, it's very rare that we watch a movie and everyone comes to a consensus on it, whether we like it or dislike it. And every single person in that theater that we saw it with was so happy after that movie. And like, so surprise. happy. And we went to Shake Shack afterwards and we were just eating our burgers, just talk. I felt like I was in high school. You know, like there was a very specific sort of order to seeing movies in high school with your friends. Like you'd go see the movie and then you go to like get fast food afterwards or like whatever. And because it was all you could do, there was nothing else to do when you're like 16. Right. And you're just kind of stupid and you're just like, yeah, that was great. Uh, I just saw Mean Girls or whatever. But I felt like a teenager again like going to this I know, fun because movie usually we have like very self-important pointed criticism of yeah. movies like just very like well actually like in act three they should have like blah blah well, uh, yeah know, we do like totally obnoxious being like oh well that director was involved but like he got <laughs> out so like it could have been better if like Soderbergh was involved beep, boop, like beep, 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 really, piece of trivia yeah. i read on like beep boop beep like indie right. wire like listen right. up it's exhausting because it's just one person being like, like over each other. But because we were so like speechless and like kind of just in like a beautiful daze from that movie, no one had any kind of like, everyone was just like, that was great. And we were like, eating Shake Shack just to make things better. Oh, I know all my like synapses were like pleased. <laughs> like I was fully, I, was, like, I started fully crying. Happy. I mean, we have another call to play, but I started crying mm-hmm. uh, when they started singing Dancing Queen. It was nice the, it's for the just second so time. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. And it was weirdly, I wouldn't say two is better than one. I would say they're about the same and equally good because one is very good. I just think people forget. Um, but like two had a lot of like sadness that one didn't have. And yeah. it was done really nicely. And the songs that mm-hmm. they chose were really nice. And I didn't even really know them. Like I, they weren't, they weren't like, ABBA songs that I knew. The last song especially was, I don't want to spoil anything, but it was just like a really amazing choice. Yeah, um, and the setup was fun. And it made it kind of meta. Like, they kind of put everyone together, even the people that played the same people. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, like no, I meant nice... the actual last song of the movie, not the credit song. Oh, 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 oh. The last that was song. Nice too. Yeah. Yes, yes. That um, part. Who do you think is the breakout star of Mamma Mia? Well, let's play, we let's play a call. Let's play a call, because it's clearly Lily James. Hi, guys. Um, long time, long time. Calling, um, I'm like feeling out of breath, like exhilarated because I just got out of Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. I think it's the best movie that's ever been made. Um, and so I'm calling to ask, um, Lily James, uh, you know, I've heard of her is, I know she's a who, but like, does she have them potential? Do we think any of the random young versions of the love interest have any who potential? Cause they're not even who's yet. Let's be real, but they all deserve to be done because it is truly a masterpiece that this world needs right now, and I need to go see it five more times. Thanks so much. Um, good form, Bella Thorne. Um, yummy pop. Wow. Yummy pop Is it that everybody loves Mommy or just our demographic? I <laughs> think it's Mama our demographic, Mia. but we have the best demographic, so it's fine. The o- only important They should be everyone. They're is. everyone to us. Lily That's James true. is exactly what you said. She's a who with them potential. I think she's getting closer and closer. She's been a, a slow burn to who? Well, she wasn't anything. Them, Remember... Remember we talked about her when she was in Baby Driver and we were like, we were like this is not going to do it for her. Yeah. Like, this is not yeah. this is not the vehicle, wink, wink, that is going to <laughs> propel her into them dumb. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. But then Anyways. Darkest Hour came, which we talked about, and she's like fine in it. 
But um, also, like, no one saw that. I'm sorry. But it's very like, much one yeah. of those roles that, like, she doesn't really do any. Her role is to be, like, oh, timid and then come into the frame and then sort of be right. strong by the end. But this it's, like, one, whatever. it's, like, she's a star. She's so beautiful. It's actually gross. She's so beautiful. And her voice is really good. She's got that nice, um, not intimidating voice, mm-hmm. which I like, which is what I love. Actually, the one thing I did say about Mamma Mia that I was, like, being whatever about was I love how no one is actually a very, very good singer. Everyone's a very Everyone's good competent. singer or an okay singer. We have the span. Even Cher, who is a good singer, is not a belter. She's subtle in her singing, you know? Here, and so least, you have. Yeah. Like here, do you know what I mean? Like, like Meryl Streep, not an amazing singer, a great, a good singer. Yeah. Dominic, what, Dominic what's West. his name? Not a, not not a, a great, great singer. singer, but fine. But he doesn't really do much singing in this one. Although I loved his song with Lily James. I'm just saying like the span of like, we just don't have, they didn't cast singers, right? It's not Les Mis. We don't have these, this like showy kind of like musical belting. It's all very chill. Although Amanda Seyfried wasn't Les Mis. So. Oh, true. Oh my God, true. A little bit. But she, but I think... She sings differently in this. Mm-hmm. She's not like trying to match anyone or anything. Yeah. It's like very much self-defining. Anyways, that's my own. That's that's my only crit- like critique. I will say I think movie. the sing- there were real singers because the the woman who plays um, young Christine Baranski, who she's is Jessica Keenan Wynn, she's very Broadway and she's like very clearly a great singer but she doesn't but really she get was, the big showstoppers you no, know she's she, a background she didn't performer. and she was mostly working on her impression of christine baranski which was fucking flawless which, which was flawless which even her mannerisms yeah it was it was a hell of a performance and <laughs> she's loving the attention it's a lot of that's fun that's true i think she she was great and the young stellan the young swede oh, young whose name Se- i now forget Josh what's Dillon. his name he wow, Josh Dylan. Is he just like a bro like what is his what's his deal? What's I really Josh, forget. What's Josh Dylan's deal? He's been in like nothing. The only other movie he's been in is that movie with uh Brad Pitt and Marion Cotillard allied. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm happy they didn't I was kind of mad they didn't actually cast a young Skarsgard. Like uh-huh. it seemed crazy. But um now I'm like happy because he was perfect for that role. <laughs> he was really good. Um, he was my favorite young person, and then Stellan Skarsgård is my favorite old person. I love Stellan Skarsgård. It was a fun, it was Bill. a fun movie. Great. Um, yeah. Colin I, I Firth really, who I don't particularly love, he was is good. so charming in it. And Why so didn't they give Boston. him a love interest? I feel like they had an opportunity that they didn't. Uh, well, he fulfill. sort of had a love. He sort of was a uh, had had a fling with the uh, the ticket ticker guy, the passport guy. Well, that's what I I wanted that. I wanted them beat. to kiss. I, I wanted the I wanted beat, you know how kiss. like always like the maid and the babysitter like get together. Mm-hmm. Like it's I want I wanted that B character. The other hooey oh, person uh who's sort of on the same level. The only person who was sort of on the same level as Lily James in terms of the young people, um by which I mean like he's been in other notable things in the past, uh, is Jeremy Irvine, who played young Pierce Brosnan. Mm-hmm. He was Warhorse, so that was a big mm-hmm. deal. He was Warhorse. He was also in Stonewall. He was fine. He was. He fine. was in the revisionist history uh, Warhorse. I don't think he was as like incredible as I think they wanted him to be. Is that rude? But you know who the what the best thing about Jeremy Irvine is? What you know? He played young Pierce Brosnan in Mamma Mia Two. Here we go again. Sorry, there's no two. Yeah. 
he played young Colin Firth in a movie called The Railway Man, which is one of the hooliest movies of all time. The Railway Man? Yeah, it's one of those movies that um, had a ton of thems in it, such as Colin Firth, Nicole Kippen, and Once Again, Stellan Skarsgård. And I, I don't think I know anyone who's seen it. I haven't seen it. It has the funniest name, The Railway Man. The Railway Man. Who is The Railway Man? Colin Firth is The Railway Man. Does he live on a railway or does it he has work something at the to railway? do with uh, being a prisoner of war in World War II, but then like Ooh, something yikes. involving like a railway. Taking the train? Yeah. There's something cool. to do with the railway. I don't know. But anyway, he's played both young Colin Firth and young Pierce Brosnan. Um, wow, he's a regular what's-her-face from last week. Sophie something. Sophie Lillis. Oh, that, that, that. Sophie Lillis. Yeah. Um, so that's we've it. We've spent a lot of time on this. Lily James, but her big, her big burst in this, and we didn't even mention it was Cinderella, but I think we've talked about her in the past. She's definitely going to be a then. didn't, it didn't click for her. Like, I it saw Cinderella, and that movie, I just don't but think But that is what started, like, that's what got her, her future roles. I know, but I'm just saying, I don't think people are like, oh, yes, the iconic Cinderella, Lily James. No, they talk it's about like, this no. on uh, Little Gold Men last week. Uh, yeah. They have a really good conversation about Lily James, if you want to listen to that. Um, and they interview the once and future them of my heart, Ol Parker, the writer and director <laughs> oh, of Mommy, Here We Go Again. The most talented man the in Hollywood. The most talented out. man in Hollywood. He also wrote Truly. the best and second best exotic marigold hotels. He wrote um, Imagine <laughs> Me and You. gift. Iconic yeah. lesbian romance. And his wife is Tandy Newton. What wow, more could you ask for? Which is like alone an accomplishment. Next. <laughs> Next call. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on Ol Parker. Hi, Who Weekly. First time, long time. I'm just calling because I need to know who this Billy Eilish, Eilish is. All of a sudden, she's been clogging up my timeline, and it's stressing me out because I just keep seeing all these images of her with, like, spiders and then tarantulas coming out of her mouth, and... Who is she? I'm. She looks like just, you know, like another blonde heroine chic singer in the vein of like a Sky Ferreira maybe, but I don't even want to make that comparison because I do love Sky Ferreira. But who is she? I need to know. Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. Who is she? She is a singer-songwriter. She's like new hot shit. She's 16 years old. And people are... You've been seeing more about her this week because I heard about it for the first time this week too because of the rumors that she's dating uh, Bad Barbie, which she's not. Barbie, it's baby. Bad baby, sorry. Bad baby. (laughs) She's not dating Bad Baby though. They're just friends. They're just friends. friends. Also, that's weird. What's weird, I guess, is that they're actually age appropriate. Like, yeah, they're both teens. Bad babies, like fifteen, and and this girl is sixteen, which is just funny because usually, what's wrong with the coupling is just like age disparity. Yeah, but this is like actually weirdly like it would work. Yeah, would work, but they're they're not just friends. They're working together, which actually makes sense because Billie Eilish's like vibe is very like bad girl like she has a song that she wrote with her brother about like being a serial killer which she's not but she just like writes from a dark perspective she's always like i don't care she's like you don't have to live something to write about you write whatever you want that's what my music is i write about whatever i want she a thing that interests me is that her instagram um also there's a great photo of her hugging lana del rey which is iconic which is Perfect. funny because they're very she's very influenced by lana del yes, rey she's you can tell she's very influenced by lana del rey by grimes by yeah. Sky, yeah. 
by... And you're like, how is this 16-year-old doing this? And the answer is... She's homeschooled. Well, she's from Los Angeles and she's homeschooled. So Her mom is an actress and, and I think... And her, her real... Her birth name is uh, Billy Eilish Pirate Bard O'Connell. So in case you were wondering, like, how this person, you know... She was Got born to this place. She was born on December 18th, 2001. Yikes. <laughs> she is currently on tour with Florence and the Machine, which is crazy to me. She's very but successful. Kind of works but what I if... but the thing that what that sort of shocks me um is that her Instagram, yes, her Instagram is out of control. I recommend that you do not follow it because it will give you a very bad impression of her. Um, because when you watch her music is good, music like is you good. List, like you did all this research and then you heard a song and you were like, oh, she's good. Like yeah. she sounds great. Her music is good. Her music is, you can tell her music will get, will keep getting better too. Like you can tell like her mm-hmm. next album will be probably a bigger deal than this one, but her music is good. She is very well-spoken. Her interviews with her make her seem like a much more, um, appealing and personable person than her Instagram. Her Instagram is very much a look. Her Instagram is very much a brand play. And it makes you expect a sort of Taylor Momsony standoffish vibe, like mean, but she doesn't seem mean at all. At all. She seems talented, yeah. which is what she is. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what else there is to say. I don't really know anything like about her aside from like the that like little five bullets that we just gave you. Yeah, I uh I think, yeah, I think the only thing to say is you you were talking about her feed specifically, but um, listen to her music. It's good. What was that song that she was talking Oce- about? Ocean Eyes is the breakout. Ocean she Eyes. put that on SoundCloud and it like blew up. And then, but there's that other one. It's, uh, there's, there's one, one called with Khalid, Belly Ache. Lovely. Yeah, this was lovely. There's one called Lovely like with one. Khalid that I, that I sort of like. And then there's, I like Belly Ache. See, I listened to Belly Ache and I was like, I like this. No, I'm saying I don't like Lovely, the one you were just accidentally oh. playing. I like Bellyache. That's the one where she is the point of view of a serial killer. Yes. Bellyache is good. You know. She's good. It's cool. Interesting. Yeah. And I feel like we'll be seeing more and more of her maybe next call. I feel like we'll be seeing more of her maybe. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay and Bobby, but mostly Lindsay because I know that your fave, Ryan Lofty, uh, had some great news this week. He literally got suspended for an anti-doping violation um, by getting an IV treatment for something that he didn't have the proper uh, TUE exemption for. Um, and the reason why he was caught was because he literally posted an Instagram of him receiving the IV treatment. So that's all. I just felt like you guys had to know this. Um, even if you don't play it, I just needed to return to your fave and mine, Ryan Lochte. Thanks so much. Good form, Bella Thorne. Chia. Chia. Remember his, remember his, oh my God. Remember he said that? He would go, Chia. 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 That was his thing. Chia. Chia. Um, the iconic um, star of the canceled television show, What Would Ryan Lochte Do? Ryan Lochte, known first for that, second for being a swimmer. Who knew? Just kidding. Third for being um, a liar. <laughs> he, he once again lied. Um, what's great about Ryan Lochte is that he's so truly himself. I mean, no one is more himself, right? He works so hard. He trains so hard. He's a great swimmer. And then he fucks up by posting an Instagram of himself getting the most basic IV vitamin drip yeah. that's apparently against the rules. Every sort of vitamin drip, IV drip, regardless of what it is, 
is against the rules unless you get approval. Like very yeah. explicitly, you have to get approval for any type of IV drip or else you will be suspended um, because that's part of the uh, the anti-doping agency rules. And he... You said this at the show, but doesn't he hashtag the photo like... IV drip. IV drip? <laughs> oh my God. He like, hashtags the photo of him getting an IV drip. IV drip. Don't you think like the the first thing you would do after learning to swim and being good at it would be reading the instructions? Like reading the rules. Like what are the rules of my number one sport and money giver? Well, where, money giver, well, like job. Where are his like, you know, management team and like representation like they should say that but if he has someone who's taking like and even his assistant that's like oh i got this on your on your books you have an iv drip p.s don't instagram this ever don't tell anyone you're doing this just don't do it like it's honestly not even a why don't even do it don't do it yeah i know but they're all need a vitamin drip you need a vitamin drip ryan lochte is very healthy he doesn't need a vitamin drip maybe the reason he's healthy is because he keeps getting vitamin drips The point is, the point is, is. no one would have known about this vitamin drip had he not done this. And I, what if, what if people who work for the uh, TUE are following the hashtag IV drip on their on their Instagram accounts to make sure that no one they know is getting one? And oops, there's Ryan. They're following it to get Ryan. They know Ryan is gonna mess up. They know Ryan's gonna do something. I'm sorry. It's it sucks so bad because he works really hard and like he's a dum dum. But like I feel bad because this is his life and this is his skill, and he just messes it up by like posting on Instagram. He, you know, I mean Ryan Lochte has an infinite supply of second chances. You know, like Ryan Lochte but keeps I just, like, getting remember, let back in. Remember when Kim posted that like. She got in trouble for posting that pharmaceutical drug <laughs> yeah. for like nausea. And then everyone was like, n- and then Instagram was like, no. Then, like imagine if Kim was like not allowed to like exist, like be Kim, be on the show, like post on Instagram anymore, like th- do her job. It would just be like so sad. And she's so, she didn't read the rules. I just feel like this is, maybe that's a bad comparison, but you know what I mean? I, I just, it's like the, the punishment does not really fit the crime if the crime is posting an Instagram. I know the crime is more than that. You sh- you're not allowed to get an IV drip for reasons that they have already set in stone. But it's just funny that, like, posting an Instagram was the crime. It's just funny that he will never stop being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Yeah. He's just yeah. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next, next call. And I don't even think that's particularly rude he's stupid that's his no brand. he is go back and watch the one season of what would ryan lochte do and no. like you will fully understand i watched like two episodes of that and was like i can't i don't have the stamina for this this is awful it's he has the stamina for it though because he's a really good swimmer next call hi the weekly long time long time so i just watched an instagram story for this i don't even know like a d-list actress it's called rebecca rittenhouse i don't know why i follow her I think she was on the Mindy Project. But anyway, so she dates Chase Crawford of Gossip Girl fame. And so I was watching her story, and they were at a wedding with Nina Dobrev. Shocking. Um, and I can't figure out whose wedding they were at, but apparently Sebastian Stan, also of Gossip Girl, and I guess um, Winter Soldier fame, was also there. And all I know is that the hashtag for this wedding was tying the natty, as in, Tying the and then N A T I, and that um, it is from a guy named Will. And then, to be honest, I looked at his, I guess, current wife's Instagram. I don't remember her name. Anyways, 
whose wedding is this? And why does Nina Dobrev get the name Nina on Instagram? She is probably not the most famous Nina, and she's really boring. All right, good for Bella Thorne. Bye. Love this mystery. Oh. Love a mystery wedding in which a lot of celebrities are there, but you don't know who's getting married. Mm-hmm. Great. And I love, love when the mystery. answer is actually really funny. So we did recently another mystery wedding where the, the officiant was the mystery. <laughs> yes. But now we have a couple, the bride and the groom are the mystery. And this wedding, the wedding was, the hashtag for the wedding was hashtag tying the naughty, spelled N-A-T-I. Mm-hmm. It was in Montauk, New York. Uh, and it had such stars as Nina Dobrev and uh, Chase Stan. Crawford and Sebastian Stan and other kind of CW adjacent people. Jessica Sor, yeah, also Jessica from Sor. Gossip. Uh, gossip girl remember her mm-hmm. um and everyone was like why what is this wedding right and so we were like hmm and we put on our investigation hats i don't know what yours looks like but mine is like a sun hat with a hole in the top mine's for my just a straw hat tail. mine's my straw hat you know my straw hat i love my straw yeah, hat perfect um and we found out the who the groom was do you want to talk about the groom <laughs> <laughs> the groom is shout out to our chicago listeners the groom was the son of the Lou Malnati's pizza empire. His name is Will Malnati. <laughs> deep dish. Deep dish. There's a deep dish pizza empire uh, called Lou Malnati's Pizzeria, which I guess is a tourist trap. But when we went to Chicago, we went there. <laughs> everyone was like, it was kind of half and half. Like, don't go to Lou Malnati's. It's a tourist trap. And then half and the other half saying, you got to go to Lou Malnati's, even though it's a tourist trap, because it's actually good. And we went. We went and, and it was actually good. Guess what? I loved every bite of my Lou Malnati's pizza. Didn't we get some, like, disgusting salad to start with, too? That was also, I mean, it was amazing. It was like a pizza salad or something. <laughs> but I don't know. There's nothing, was. Was there's so nothing more disgusting and delicious than a salad that you buy at a pizzeria. It's so good. It was so good, and I always was. I always we was waited like an hour and a half for that table. Also, Lou Malnati's. I know Lou Malnati's sounds like Illuminati's. If you're not from Chicago, you don't know that. Like it's Lou Malnati is a name. Mm-hmm. It's not Illuminati's. <laughs> Did you not get confused? I was very confused yeah. for like a while. Yeah. I was like, why? Anyways, so Malnati is the family, and tying the naughty is the son. His name is what's his name? Will, Will Malnati. And that he married the, the yeah. woman he married doesn't really matter. What's her name? I feel like I opened I up her know, Instagram, but, but she's, she's private, not, which is very rude of her. Her name is Alyssa Bar- Barkerson. Alyssa Barkerson. Did you Google her? No, I found her. They tagged her, but she's private. Her name is Alyssa Barkerson. Barkerson. There's not much to know about Alyssa Barkerson. Whenever you Google her, there's like one her Twitter account, but she hasn't tweeted. And there's some story in L. Uh, she was written about as like street chic, like a street style thing. Someone stopped mm-hmm. her because she was wearing a femme floral dress with hard edged booties and a Zimmerman dress and a ballet bag. Okay, that's like it. So she's no one. Um, like shares pictures of her and guess and a guess. Yeah, guess and a guess because she's been to parties, but like yes. that's it. What's weird is that we can't quite figure out how this Will Malnati guy got in with the Gossip Girl crew. But we can guess. But we can guess. It's because he's rich and vacations. In the Hamptons and Montauk. Like, so he is obviously the son of all the restaurateurs that started, you know, he's the grandson of Lou Malnati, the original. Mm-hmm. So, and now the, the founder of Lou Malnati's is his son, Mark, mm-hmm. and Will is the next in line. And Will used his pizza, his pizza money, his pizza celebrity, whatever, to start this thing called Will Radio, where At he like, produces podcasts, which is really interesting. So he does actual, like, podcasts you've heard of, uh... Just such as the Nico Tortellini podcast, which we Tortella. Have. Tor- 
It's not, tor- it's Torotella. Tortorella. Tor- Tortorella. Whatever. I just, it's, totally, it's just like, it's nice to say. I'm not like trying to yeah. be, I just like forget it. So Nico from Younger, his, he, they do his podcast. So this guy's like in with celebrities. He probably started this podcast because celebrities wanted to do podcasts that he knew. And he was like, oh, I'll just start like a company that helps you make them. Yeah. And I'll, my first podcast will be famous people. And then I will immediately be off the ground. This is great. He's been right. friends with Sebastian Stan at least since 2009 because it's the first photo I can find of them together at a party <laughs> in Montauk eating pop chips. Uh, yeah, so eating pop chips. It's like, I tried to see maybe if they went to the same high school, like a fancy high school. Turns out they didn't, but Sebastian Stan, as I suspected, went to a really fancy high school um, in upstate New York called Rockland Country Day School, which I think we talked about on the show. Do you want to know who else went to Rockland Country Day School? Who else went to Rockland Country Day School? Uh, the notable alumni part of its Wikipedia includes such who's, such iconic canon who's as Tyne Daly, oh. Ezra Miller, and none other oh. than the eternally cursed Leah Michelle. Ooh, wow. A Chicago who's who of who's. Um, that's great. And I think this might just be the reasoning they know each other is like rich people rich, meet each other. Rich, young, hot people who have known each other since their youth. Uh, right. And also it's like if he met Chase Crawford, then he probably met Jessica Soar through him yeah. when they were on Gossip Girl. And Nina Dobrev is everywhere. So he probably met her too, you know? Yep. Um, and that is the mystery solved. Pretty interesting. I do want a Lou Malnati's pizza now, though. It was really good. I think you can get it like frozen in the mail or something. Yeah. yeah. We should a get lot it. Of, we, should, we should do that. We should hey, do that. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, Bobby. Long time, long time. Here is my question. I feel like this is super obvious, but if you had to describe Rita Ora, our dear Rita, if you had to physically describe her to someone who did not know who she was, like someone said, hey, Rita Ora, who's that? And you had to say, like, oh, you know that celebrity who looks like this? What would you say about her? This is my question. Don't think you're going to answer it, but I am super curious to hear how would you best describe our dear Rita? Thanks. Love you. Good form, Bella form. Bye. Yeah, how would, how would you describe her? This is tough for us because we kind of just go into the description of the podcast. Mm-hmm. We don't really, like, say who she is. Mm-hmm. I would say she is a publicity-loving British pop star who, <laughs> while she does release music consistently, and many of those songs are hits, she's most notable for being beloved by British tabloids. So she's constantly in the media for doing anything from walking down the street to description. wearing a different bikini. You got to make it snappier. This is an elevator oh, she is a She is a magnetic British pop star who is relentlessly covered by British tabloids. That's it. That's perfect. I think that's fine. And you gave her her most... Her most important title, which is pop star, yes. like singer. She like, is. She is a I mean, she music is, and that's, maker. That, that truly is undeniable at this point. Um, she has made more music than she has done other things. Yes, yes. <laughs> I will not call her. I will not call her a pop star slash actress. I won't do that. Um, would you call her a pop star slash model? I would call her a pop star. A pop star. Okay, I think that's accurate. I mean, I think that you gave us a very interesting exercise. We usually just like 
you know, go right into the podcast. But but I think it's uh, important to note that like the she's yeah. magnetic and she is beloved by tabloids. You know, and she loves tabloids. She loves tabloids. But that's actually the next step of the conversation yeah. that you'd get. And into. you don't have to get so into that. That's secondary. Start, that's you secondary. You start here. Yeah, because you're already like off the elevator again. Mm-hmm. It's like an elevator. Like because I can't just say. She's a British Albanian pop star who eats Cheetos in bed. No, I can't say that. That's not good enough. But, but we could. You could. I could. You could, and it would also be accurate. But it wouldn't be it as wouldn't descriptive. Really give you, yeah, you wouldn't really give you what you wanted. I feel like that's good. I feel like that's reverent. I feel like it's respectful. It. I mean, we respect that woman every week. So I feel like I've, you know, really done my. We are my professional respecters her. of Rita Ora. That's our job title. <laughs> that's what I have on my LinkedIn. It's honestly Should I put that so, on my LinkedIn? No one puts in more work respecting Rita Ora than we do, honestly. Like, no. we give her her due respect. No one no deserves it more, honestly. This. No one deserves yeah. it more. It's true. She puts in the work just like we put in the work, our second episode of the week. And wow, it's been a good one. It's been a good one, I think. Thank you to everyone for calling. If you have more questions or comments, call 619-WHO-THEM. I want to keep thanking these people just because why not. Thank you again to Fran and Louie. What a delight. Um, come to our live show in August, whoweekly.us to buy tickets. And I guess we'll see you Tuesday. Back to regularly scheduled programming, right? You sure will. Yeah. You sure Bye. will. Bye. Have a great Thanks weekend. Thanks for stopping by. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait. We're going to see. Oh, you're not. Are you seeing Fallout with us? Maybe. Okay. Call in That's with irrelevant. your Fallout chatties. No. I want to talk about no. Fallout. No, no. no. I'm Bye. seeing it twice this weekend. Bye. Bye-bye. You will drive Yeah. Colinda Grabar Kitarovich. That was a headgum podcast. We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac, and I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. <laughs> Well, I have a good reason, too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots, huge. On the line dancing huge floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm-hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacovas is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of the Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A. A S dot com and point your toes west.